Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. You need to move on for you. This is not about them. This is about you not living with the venom, not living with the poison, not living with that toxicity within you. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zung, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. You want to know what the five stages of divorce are. By the end of this video, you're going to know what the five stages are that you go through when you are going through a divorce so that you'll know the signs yourself. Hey there, I'm Rebecca Zung. I am an attorney. I'm also a narcissist negotiation expert, and I've helped thousands of people break free from the drama, trauma, and chaos that people deal with when they deal with narcissists. And I have written two best-selling books, Breaking Free, a step-by-step divorce guide, and Negotiate Like You Matter. And I have also helped many, many people through my divorce practice. And when I wrote the book, Breaking Free, I actually took people through the emotional steps that people go through. And the reason why I did that, it was in emotional freedom, spiritual freedom, and physical freedom. And the reason why I I took people through all of those steps is because when you are divorcing, it's not just the physical freedom that you go through, which is the actual divorce part, the procedural part, which I do take people through in that book because obviously that's the part of the pe- of the book that people want to see as an attorney I, I, that's the part that m- most of the people see an attorney for but you're not just going through that physical part of the divorce at that time You're also dealing with the emotional aspects. You're also dealing with the spiritual aspect at the same time. And I often say that the divorce paradox is that during the worst, most horrible time of your life, you are having to make the most critical decisions of your life. I mean, they often say when you look at many of those those surveys of like the worst things that you can possibly go through, like death and divorce are right at the top of the list. And yet during that time, you have to make the most critical decisions of your life about the most important things to you, about your money, about your children, about your business. And you have to be so clear headed. And yet, How are you supposed to do that 
during the most horrible time of your life. It's crazy. So I wanted to actually take you through those five stages, the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross stages of grief and how they actually play out during a divorce, especially during a divorce with a narcissist, during the five stages of a divorce with a narcissist in particular. Okay. So what do the five stages of a divorce with a narcissist look like? All right. So number one is denial. So when you are dealing with a divorce from a narcissist, you are dealing with denial. So you're like, first of all, you deal with the fear, that fear of what's going to happen, that catastrophe of what's going to happen. Because when you are dealing with a divorce from a narcissist, what's coming, you know that down the pike, it's going to be this they're going to turn against you. You're going to become public enemy number one. That they're potentially going to expose you and, and try to turn the world against you and all of those things, right? And so that potentially emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of those things, are it's going to be pure hell. And what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to your children? What's going to happen to you financially? And you're imagining all the worst possible things. And so maybe you are in denial at, at the beginning about all of it because you just don't even want to think about it. So you kind of deny that this is where your relationship is. You think maybe it's not so bad, or maybe I can live with this, or maybe it's it's not so bad all the time, or maybe this person can change. So you're kind of in denial about the relationship being as bad as you think that it, it is, right? So that's probably the first stage of divorce. And then the second stage is that anger where you think, why are you like this? And why do you have to be so horrible? And why couldn't you just change? And, and why did you have to mess things up? And, and why did you have to cheat? And, and, and how did, could you have stripped so much of my life away? And why did I waste so much of my, my life on you? And you're just so angry at this person for maybe messing up your children's lives and, and, just everything. Maybe you're resentful about the fact that they didn't make more money or that they wasted money on things, but you're just, you're at this stage where you just maybe feel entitled. Maybe you just feel like they need to pay for everything that they've done to you. And I'm telling you a lot of people, they get stuck in this stage for a very long time and they, Honestly, a lot of people never get out of this stage. And I think a lot of times people feel like if they forgive or if they move on or if they get out of this stage, like somehow the narcissist got away with it in some way. Like if they let it go, then they got away with it somehow. 
And that's just not the case. I mean, you need to move on for you. This is not about them. This is about you not living with the venom, not living with the poison, not living with that toxicity within you. So that's number two. This is that anger stage that people live in for a very long time. And let me tell you, there's a big difference between wanting what's what's equitable and what's allowed under the law and wanting to apply the law and being fine with that and 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 uh, allowing that to happen and not allowing guilt to be part of that not allowing the uh, being afraid to be part of that not l- allowing emotion to be part of that just allowing the law to be applied without anything else to be part of that. Okay, so that's that's the second part. That's anger. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. And it's not going to help you if they're saying, oh, you know, I saw your ex and they're with this other person and they're off having this great life and you know that that's not going to help you either what's going to help you is you starting to create your new life when it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse there is no compromise take back power strength and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create the resource, Tips for Negotiating with a Narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www dot soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free win my negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive, where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. They're not self-aware about how they interrupt people, how they can be abrupt to people, how they are, how they come off to people. And now we return to today's show. The next one is bargaining. 
And bargaining is where you might go back into, well, this is where it can be sort of dangerous because this is where your narcissist, especially when you're divorcing a narcissist, your narcissist might start getting nice again. And they might start hoovering. And so you might start getting weak again too. Might You might start going, well, maybe this might work out or maybe it's not going to be so bad or maybe we might be able to be friends or maybe we might be able to somehow, some way either get back together or maybe we can be amicable or maybe I can get them to see my value or maybe if I just give in on certain points, they'll start to give in for me. And this is a trap I see people often fall into, especially in negotiating with narcissists. Sometimes people think, well, if I give a lot on the front end, they'll see how great I'm being and they'll give in too. They'll, 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 they'll also give in. That's that definitely is never the case, by the way, ever. They just take and then it just goes into the ether and they'll just they'll be like, yeah. And your point is what? I mean, so that never helps you in any way, by the way. And they don't acknowledge you. They don't see your value. I mean, and so that doesn't help you. And so that you go through this bargaining stage and, and a lot of times that whole re-honeymoon phase is is often met with rejection and you try to get them to see your side or whatever and it doesn't work out. And then it ends up feeling worse and you end up feeling even worse than you did before. And it's almost like you've been rejected again. And so it's, it's, it ends up where you feel even more lonely or more sad or something like that. Uh, And so the one thing I do want to say is I have a couple of videos. One is on self-care when you're coping with the narcissist. I would definitely check that out. The other one is I have a video on self-care when coping with the narcissist. That's an interview that I did with Amy Newmark, who's the... Uh, president of the Chicken Soup for the Soul uh, entities. And she had done a book on it, on on self-care. And I would definitely highly recommend that interview as well. Great, great stuff. So check out both of those videos on taking care of yourself and making sure that you are doing what you need to to take care of yourself. So, and I want you to put that in the comments right now that I take care of myself. Just put that in the comments right now. I take care of myself. Just to remind yourself that you do that and you will do that throughout this process because it is so hard sometimes to remember to do that, especially during this 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 difficult time. Okay. So after you've gone through denial, anger, and bargaining, now you go into depression. 
And this is one of the hardest ones because you've gone, you've gone through denial, anger, and bargaining and that they're in some ways they're like easier, even though they're difficult to go through, they're easier than the depression because the depression is the lowest point. Honestly, this is where the divorce is probably over and you just are feeling lonely. You're feeling sad. You're probably beating yourself up. There's a lot of what I, the Monday morning quarterbacking of, did I waste my life? Did the person ever love me? Did I give up too much in the divorce? I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have signed that. Maybe I had a terrible lawyer. That other person had a better lawyer than I did. I spent too much money on the divorce. I, I gave up too much time sharing. There's always this whole um, thing about the, I should have left 10 years earlier. I never should have married the person. Uh, you know, there's all this regret and la, 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 la stuff going on. Don't go down that rabbit hole. You cannot do anything about the past. It, it's not going to give you any sense of satisfaction. It's not going to go anywhere but down. And that, that level of vibration is, is, is horrible for you. And don't even go being around people who are going to serve that kind of conversation because it's not going to help you. And it's not going to help you if they're saying, oh, I saw your ex and they're with this other person and they're off having this great life. And, you know, that that's not going to help you either. What's going to help you is you starting to create your new life starting to create new memories and all that sort of thing. Because that first year where it's a year of firsts, where it's different, it's the first holiday where it's something different each time, or you used to always do Sunday brunches and now you don't anymore or whatever. And you're just having to create your own maybe new set of friends or, or whatever, it's difficult. And so starting to create your own new life, your own new future, where you feel whole and complete on your own is going to be absolutely critical. Developing your own set of interests, your own set of friends, doing a book club or join a runner's club or start something where you have cult you're cultivating your own life where you start to feel whole and complete join a meditation group or something like that where you start to do things for your own peace of mind where you start to feel whole and complete on your own that will do wonders for you so really making sure that you have your own support system in place is going to be absolutely critical. And then the next level, that's going to lead into the acceptance. And when you start to build in, you'll know you're into that acceptance phase when you can see your ex and not feel any emotion about it other than, oh, there is my ex. 
hello, goodbye, whatever. I don't feel anything around you other than there's my ex. And you've now pursued your own life. You now have your own life and your ex has his or her own new life and everybody has gone their own ways and it's all fine, well, and good. You need to create that space for yourself. And so that those are the five stages of divorce with a narcissist. And that's the most important thing. When you can get through that, when you can get to that level of acceptance, that is where you know that you have moved on, that you've gone all the way through, that you have moved through all five stages and you have become who you really are supposed to be. And your soul knows that you were born for more. Your soul knows that you were meant for more. And by the way, if you are struggling um, and need help, please do get the help that you deserve. I am very, very proud to be a partner uh, and sponsored by BetterHelp. And you can check up, check out their online therapy resources at their website, which is www.betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung. Uh, while we do receive commissions on referrals to BetterHelp, it does not affect your cost to them. And we only recommend services that we trust. I have proudly partnered with them because we do get so many inquiries from people who are struggling and I want you to have the support that you need. So please do get the help and support that you need through through BetterHelp. Okay, so those are the five stages of divorce that people go through, especially with a narcissist. That is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally acceptance. And I want to see all of you get to that acceptance level. So if you are struggling, please also feel free to join my free private Facebook group, Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Song. We have lots and lots of people in there who are supporting each other every single day who are rallying for each other and supporting each other. If you do feel like you are potentially in a relationship with a narcissist, but you're not sure, I have a free quiz, which we will drop a link to in the description here. And I also have a free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet for those people who are getting ready to negotiate. Uh, with a narcissist, which you can grab at winmynegotiation.com. So uh, make sure you grab that as well. And I am so happy that you're here. And remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And remember, they only win if you give in. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. 